What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Ball FM. And today, we got a really special episode. First ever hockey-dedicated episode in Sports Ball FM history. I've got two awesome guests, Corey and JD. I've known them forever. They're great friends. And they know a lot of hockey stuff, so I figured they would be perfect to come on the show and talk all things Seattle Kraken expansion draft, which is happening tonight. Um, and just talk about the best players, and we did a mock draft too, and we just had a lot of fun, we went on some good tangents, and it was just a really, really fun episode to do, really hope you guys enjoy it, but first, quickly, I'm going to double down on my hot take from last week, Jack Eichel is going to get traded to the Kraken tomorrow. July 22nd, Thursday, July 22nd, Jack Eichel will get traded to Seattle, mark my words. Just going to reiterate my hot take, but for now, without further ado, let's get right in to the main part of today's episode. All right, everybody, for the first time in Sports Ball FM history, I've got JD, I've got Corey, my resident hockey guys. First of all, how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited for, for the podcast today. Heck yeah. Yeah, couldn't be more excited. All right, so our big topic for today is the Seattle Kraken expansion draft. Protected player lists have come out. Mock drafts are floating around everywhere, but we should probably try to just clear clear the air on all this stuff and give our takes on who we think they're going to draft best players out there but to start i think we should probably just take a look at the best players available to draft regardless of things like salary and stuff so jd are there any guys out there just like screaming seattle has got to take this guy well of course you got to start with uh tarasenko i mean he requested a trade not much has circled ever since but i mean he's out all last year with the injury but i still has great potential young star player also you got a couple guys in the flyers actually you Baru, good veteran winger as well as jvr got a lot of uh cap hit with those players but same time they're very good hockey players so should be interesting to see what seattle takes yeah, and what's interesting when you bring up JVR is I saw something over the weekend after the three-way, um, uh, who was it? It was Ryan Ellis and uh, Nolan Patrick and stuff in that in the Nashville-Vegas uh, Philly deal. They were, they were basically saying, like, uh, JVR might get – people thought he was going to get protected, but now he's not for some reason, so – it's good that you mention him because I think he could be a good veteran guy to bring on. And um, of course you can't, you can't talk about like good players available without talking about Carey Price. Cause this is a guy who just led his Canadians to a Stanley cup finals berth when practically everybody said they had no shot at even making it past the first round. Of course we all know how that turned out, but I think if they could somehow manage to get Carey Price, that could be kind of a situation like Vegas said with Flurry. And yeah, Corey, are there any guys that you're thinking Seattle should drift? 
Um, honestly, I think the best, or not the best. I see, um, probably Gabriel Anascog. He is um, he, he wanted a big contract with the Avalanche, but he's trying to figure it out right now. But they could, they could maybe sneak in, sneak him into their lineup. I mean, that's one of the. I think that's probably the biggest guy right now, in my opinion. Yeah, Landeskog's interesting because he's an unrestricted free agent, and one of you, any of you, either of you guys can chime in on this. I'm guessing JD, you probably know. So I need to. I have not been able to figure this out yet. So if Seattle were to take an unrestricted free agent in the expansion draft, would they then have the exclusive negotiating right period for like a week? You know, I'm not a hundred, totally a hundred percent sure on that yet, but I know right now that they actually have currently a special window. I believe it was from Sunday, so yesterday up until Wednesday, when the actual expansion draft is to negotiate with free agents. And they actually um, locked in a three-year deal with uh, Florida goalie Chris Dreger. So, I mean, it it the expansion draft. Is has con- confusing stuff, man. So I- I'm not really sure what's going on half the time, but it should be really fun to watch and see what Seattle can pull. Yeah, I'm liking that Drieger deal a lot. I think he's a good. I think he's a good solid start, especially if they decide not to take a ton of goalies. But that's actually something that was really surprising was the quality of goaltending that's available for Seattle to take. So you have guys like Vitek Vanacek from the Capitals, Carey Price, obviously. They got Drieger. Um, I think Holtby is available in the draft, right? Yeah, I think Vancouver left him out. Also another name, um, Capo Kakinen, young star goalie, a lot of potential ahead of him in the league. Also, um, Carey Price, big, big star goalie. We saw him in the shine in the Stanley Cup. I mean, there's lots of good options on the board here for Seattle. Yeah, and that's what's really interesting, because if they could, like I said earlier with Price, if they could somehow manage to get a, um, like a flurry type guy, that could really, really, really help start their team. And and that's what, that's what would be great. If they could get, I'm just trying to think about a situation where they could somehow get Carey Price and Vladimir Tarasenko. I think it's entirely possible. Um, what do you What do you guys think is the possibility of that? Given that Price is having injury concerns now, and he has a massive bonus that he's going to be owed. The biggest thing here I'm looking at is not even the injury; it's just his cap. It it's over 10 million. That'd be an eighth of eighth of Seattle's cap space. I I realistically don't see it. He is he is signed until 2026, which means. Look at a long tender goalie, but at the same time, is that a really big risk they want to take, especially in this year's expansion draft when there's tons of opportunities in the crease with just uh, there's a variety of options of goalies and uh, just a lot of them, just so many decisions they can make. But is price really the one they have to make necessarily? Yeah, Corey, what do you think about this? Um. I'll come right back to this, but going back to the thing we we're talking before this, um, I have to mention Taylor Hall, Kraken, Seattle Kraken. I mean, he has a cap hit of four mil right now. I mean, it, Taylor Hall, he, he's a really underrated player, in my opinion. He, he 
last year, the end of the year for Boston, he, he played amazing for them in the playoffs, in the end of the regular season. I think they can get him, you know, it would be pretty good. It would, it would be good for them. Really good for them. But here's the issue with Hall. He's an, he's an unrestricted free agent, I think. So yeah, he, let me check. Uh, Got a yeah, mock he is, he is. Yeah. So I, I don't, if I'm Seattle, I don't see much of a reason to take an unrestricted free agent. If you could get a guy who's going to guarantee come to your team. And that's what I was worried about with uh, Barkley Goodrow until this morning, obviously, like, cause I was worried that for some reason, Seattle would decide to take him. I think the, I think the chances of that would be slim, but looking at who was out there for the Rangers, he probably would have been a better option than maybe even a guy like Rooney or Blackwell. So if they're, if they were to take an unrestricted free agent, I'm not sure how many of them they would be willing to gamble on. Like, I think, I think they could try. I think they definitely, they're definitely going to be aggressive and maybe signing a guy like Dougie Hamilton, but I'm just not sure. Like JD, what's your take on the whole t- possibly taking a c- upcoming unrestricted free agent? Well, I mean, they're basically going to get two cracks at a player if they really want them because, I mean, they obviously have the expansion draft, but that doesn't necessarily mean the player has to sign with them. But at the same time, they do get the actual free agency window like every other team since, you know, they're finally a team now. But, I mean, if they're super confident in the guy, obviously it would be a good idea, you know, to kind of select them in the expansion draft and kind of reserve them for a couple of weeks, you know, talk to them, get contract talks heated up but i mean in the long in the long run you really want a guy with a contract that's doesn't expire next week or anything like that pretty much yeah Corey, what's your take on this because you were just talking about hall what do you think the odds of them taking him would be i would say it's it's probably slim like you guys are saying but at the same time i don't think it would be i don't think it would be awful for them like it, it, for signing a short-term player right now for them i mean it wouldn't be the best but it wouldn't wouldn't be the worst in my opinion so you know i, I think i wouldn't be surprised honestly yeah no i would be surprised if they took taylor hall out of free agency yeah if they have this mock draft i would i would yeah but i don't think it would be bad for them yeah for sure i think he's a good player the only issue would be like what contract is he demanding but and speaking of like cap cap and stuff and like possibly even taking on a bad contract i have been having a thought recently that i think definitely has not been talked about enough so jeff skinner waived his no movement clause if i'm not mistaken and he is unprotected would buffalo be willing to swing a deal where they could basically say hey if you take Jeff Skinner's contract to, to Seattle, we will throw in a draft pick or another player you want. Like, and I think this could also be coupled with, I said in the last episode, if you guys listened to that, um, I said, I had a take of a very hot take for sure. I think there is a decent chance that Seattle trades for Jack Eichel. And obviously, Sam Reinhart is on the trade market, too. So, J.D., first, how do you think this could all play out? Because I think Buffalo is a very interesting team to watch, given their state right now. 
I mean, yeah, they got a lot of pieces to the puzzle that really don't want to fit in, given how bad the environment in Buffalo is. Just not a winning team. I mean, like you said, the Jeff Skinner um, deal, he's $9 million cap hit, which is absolutely brutal. Like, <laughs> he's up there with McDavid and Dreisaitl, and he's he's on the squad until 2027, and that, that's just something Buffalo doesn't want to deal with given his productivity i mean he's not a terrible player but he's not he's definitely not worth what his contract says but at the same time reinhardt reinhardt is a very underrated player i think that could be used for a a really good trade piece to a a winning team he'd be a good second third line addition and i think he'd fit in well with a, a winning club Yep, I'd love for the Rangers to trade for Reinhardt, honestly, even maybe maybe even more than Eichel, just given that he wasn't hurt. But Corey, what's your take on uh, Buffalo and their situation right now? You know, kind of the same thing that JD said. I mean, Jeff's going he put up career lows last year, and he has a cap of $9 million. That's just, that's insane. I mean, I don't see any team getting him, or wanting to get him, I should say, with, with that cap. That, that, is, that is really, I don't know why it's so high. You know, they were expecting him to come in last year and put up, I mean, not high numbers, but not bad numbers. Not the numbers that he put up last year, that's for sure. Like, he's so, been terrible. Yeah, he, he's been really bad. But Sam Reinhardt, I mean, that guy, he, he is really underrated. He, he's pretty good. It doesn't say his cap it right here, but I, I don't believe it's the best. I don't believe it's, I don't believe it's the highest. So, I, I like that. I, I like them to trade him to somebody. And I don't think... And he would really pass up on the opportunity either. And if I can, there's actually another name on this Sabres that is very, really productive that could be traded is Victor Olafson. He had oh, a yeah. 32 oh, points yeah. Oh, yeah. behind eight behind Reinhardt. And those two guys were seemingly the only things that could click with Buffalo last year. It, in all the brutalness, those two were just shining. That this one. And some something to bring up because those two could easily be moved in this next couple of days because they have lots of potential, but it's not in Buffalo. Could Olafson be a guy that Buffalo trades if they were to swing a deal to basically have Seattle take Skinner off their hands? Yes, I think so. That's a lot of money taken off for cap. JD, what about you? What do you think? I wouldn't want to give away a guy like Olafson for the Sabres, but in this situation, with that much cap space being taken up on your roster, I mean, you kind of have to do anything you can at this point. So, I mean, wouldn't be a terrible move by Buffalo at this point in time. Now, with Buffalo, I honestly, this has been, this has been, given the thought I've been putting into this, this is kind of just like appeared right now. But here's a big what if. What if somehow Buffalo decided to do a massive deal where part of it is they could send both Eichel and Reinhardt to Seattle for obviously the second overall pick and probably future draft picks. And this could this could be something that happens after the deadline. If basically they say, hey, take Jeff Skinner and we'll swing this deal. So Skinner would be gone in the expansion draft. And Buffalo could also tell Seattle possibly players that they would like to have on their roster that Seattle should take. And obviously part of the payback would be taking Skinner's contract. 
but you'd end up having to send some of these guys you take in the expansion draft and then draft picks, probably the number two pick, especially. But I think they could possibly land Reinhardt and Eichel in a trade like that. This would be this would send shockwaves through the league, probably. But what do you guys think about this? JD, I'll start with you. I mean, it's a very likely possibility. I mean, we don't really know how Ron Francis, how aggressive he's going to be. I mean, whether he's going to play passive or aggressive like this deal, but at the same time, there's just too much uncertainty in a deal like this. And it would be, it would be a really bad mistake if this doesn't, if this move wouldn't pay off and you have what Skinner's nine mil Jack Eichel, what does he have? 10 mil. And then Reinhardt obviously has four or five mil. That'd almost be like a fourth year, a quarter of your cap space. And I don't think they're the, the three of those, the trio, I don't think they're the three best. Like, I don't think they're that up there in the NHL, but I mean, a fresh start anywhere away from Buffalo could be good for them in hindsight. Yeah, Corey, what do you think? I know I wouldn't be surprised if that if Buffalo does this and trades them to Seattle. But at the same time, I don't think getting a draft pick out of those players that they're trading, I don't think that would work out for them. I mean, those are those are high-end players. Those are elite players that they would be trading now I and I don't think a, just a few draft picks can really how I say is affect their team as much as you know those players did but it wouldn't be just picks because they're they could they could swing this deal beforehand and tell Seattle players that they'd like in return that Seattle could take in the expansion draft so they could get some NHL roster talent back yeah. for those guys and yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think draft because they want it sounds like picks and prospects for Eichel is probably what's going to happen. So if you could get like a younger guy, I don't know it's that's really intriguing to me. But so we've talked a lot about like certain guys Seattle could go after. And I'm thinking we should maybe get into a mock draft. Um, So we've got the cap friendly one pulled up. And I think we should start with Anaheim. And I think there are a few good options here for them to take. I think Sonny Milano could be one. Um, Adam Henrique could be another. And then I think there are two defensemen that I've seen floating around. I've seen Kevin Shattenkirk floating around for a while. And more recently, I've seen Hayden Flurry. So, Corey, which of these guys do you think that they're going to take? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they they take David Backus. I mean, he he has experience. I mean, the, he he was a really good player. Um, he was a re- he played for St. Louis, I believe, before this, and he 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 was really good for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if they take him. He has experience, and yeah. And then Ryan gets left. I mean, he has a cap of eight. There's no eight way they're both they're both free agents. Yeah, yeah. I don't think uh, they take either of those guys. I don't think there's any chance. I think. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Corey. Did you just pull that one straight out your ass or what? That was probably the worst <laughs> no. take I've ever heard. I'm sorry. No, no, that is I'm brutal, saying, dude, man. back is when he bad. Ryan gets that. I'm saying it would be bad if they take them. I never finish on Ryan gets that. Ryan gets that. That would be awful. But. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mike yeah, person. I mean. My personal vote is for one of Shattenkirk and Flurry. I'm, I think probably Flurry. JD, what do you think? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to go with Flurry too on this one. It's just there's not much talent, sadly, on this Ducks roster. I mean, there's a lot of 
obviously some seasoned rest seasoned veterans. You got you got uh Getzlaff, Henrique, Bacchus, you know. But they're if you really want those guys, their cap space is gonna be huge and their productivity is gonna be limited. But you also got some good uh young options in Heinen, Milano, you know, Grant, Rowney. But in the end, I really think either a Shattenkirk or a Fleury would be good because also those guys are locked up till 23 and 22. So I think that's really the only realistic option I can see for Anaheim here. Yep. I'm going Fleury with this one. I just think his cap, I his age and then his cap hit are both appealing. And then they could work out another deal next year when he becomes a restricted free agent and he could possibly be a long-term guy. So I think we've basically agreed on Flurry, Hayden Flurry for uh, Anaheim. Um, let's move on to Arizona. So I, I, I don't see I don't see good talent here. I re- I really don't. The only the only interesting thing could be could maybe Arizona flip the awful Andrew Ladd contract if they were also willing to give up possibly one of their better players. I, I'm still laughing at the Islanders for that trade, given that they had to give up that many picks just to take some mistake they made years ago off their hand. But, J.D., I'm going to turn to you first on this. Who in the world is Seattle going to take from Arizona? Because this just does not look like good pickings here. Well, yeah, one guy I have highlighted actually is Christian Fisher. He's really young, 24. He's pretty cheap, $1 million cap hit. He's signed till 2022. He doesn't put the most stats up, but I, I see lots of potential in him. He's playing in the second and third line for um, Arizona. He's getting in on power play and uh, shorthanded opportunities and on the special teams. And other than that, I don't really see, again, I don't really see any other good options from Arizona. I mean, you got some a couple of veteran defensemen, but those right here I'm looking at are really expensive. And you got couple other veteran guys like you said Andrew Ladd just capped up hell Tyler Pitlick would be a good option and Derek Broussard but the only really viable option again I see here is Fisher yeah and Fisher's I think Fisher's young enough and his cap hits so low that and, and the issue with Broussard is he's an unrestricted free agent right now Corey what do you think I'm 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 leaning towards Fisher here right now what do you think I was going to say the same thing you guys were saying, Christian Fisher. I mean, he, he, I, I think he still has his prime in front of them. So I, I think he could be a really good f- uh, player in the future. Cool. Cool. I think let's, so we'll go with uh, Christian Fisher from Arizona and let's move on to Boston here. The guy I've actually been thinking about, I don't, I don't think I've seen his name thrown around here at all, but Curtis Lazar, he's got a year left of control. He was pretty good this year especially when he was in buffalo surprisingly what do you guys think about this because i see multiple good unrestricted free agents who are unprotected in creche and hall but i I don't think there's any chance either of those guys get drafted and then both uh halak and rask goalies are are unrestricted free agents i just don't think those either of those guys are viable so what do you guys think about this um, I gotta say, I think Chris Wagner. He he um he's a really underrated player in my opinion, and he his cap it's only one mil three hundred fifty k, so that's not too bad for for a player like him. But I mean, it isn't good. But I mean, I I think he's a really underrated player. He 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 was really good for the Bruins last year. 
Yeah, he could be he could be an interesting guy. JD, what do you yeah. think about this? Yeah, like Corey said, one guy earlier in my in my earlier mock drafts was Chris Wagner. Especially in the first round against the Capitals, he was really productive. Got a couple power play goals, a couple clutch moments. But the one I have right now is Jeremy Lazone, actually. He's a really young defenseman. He also got a lot of playing time in the playoffs, got a couple assists. You know, he's on the special teams, penalty kill. He's a really good guy. I mean, he's young and pretty cheap with uh, he's signed until 2022. But some other guys I could see that Seattle's taking is John Moore. He's a veteran defenseman. He's signed until 2023. Another guy, um, old wild guy, actually, Mike Riley. He's really young. He's He had 41 assists last year, if I'm not mistaken. He's really good passer, knows how to move the puck. And if Seattle's completely awesome this one, they could take the goat Greg McKegg. Dude, Greg McKegg is my guy. He's my guy, dude. Ranger Rangers legend. I miss Greg McKegg. So at this point, um, so I don't think I don't think they'd take Riley given that he's going to enter free agency. I think they're probably going to try to avoid those guys unless there's someone that they just can't pass up like a, a Landeskog or something. Um, uh, I I think I'm going to trust you guys on this because Boston is not a team who I've really seen like the guy they should take. So what do you guys think? I think you guys need to debate this because I have no idea. Well, yeah, they got they got plenty of options. I mean, also Nick Ritchie, he's going to be free agent. But another one, like you said, Curtis Lazar. And I'm going to have an incoming hot take here. When Lazar and Hall were moved from Buffalo to Boston, I think on Boston, Lazar was more productive than Taylor Hall. Wow. Wow. That is that a, is that is a, that's a hot debatable. Take. That's debatable. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go with Chris Wagner for the Bruins. So if they need to, so they need to draft a minimum of 14 forwards. And I think Wagner could be a good option. We could always come back to this one, but for now, should we just do Wagner? Yeah, it's probably the best bet. All right. Yeah. So roster so far, Chris Wagner forward, uh, Christian Fisher forward and Hayden Fleury defenseman. Next team, Buffalo, and I am going to maintain that they end up taking Jeff Skinner, and there's going to be some sort of catch with this, I think. Like, there's, there's, they're obviously going to have to get a prospect or something as well, or another player, but for now, I'm thinking Jeff Skinner. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think Jeff Skinner. I mean, you, you look at this team, there, there's just no one right now that, you know, that that pops out to me. Jeff Skinner is the only person I can see them taking. All the rest are just nobody's I hate to say. Colin Miller could be interesting too, but Yeah, but I mean that look at his his cap it's pretty expensive for Exact. Well Skinner yeah. is even worse. Yeah, but maybe Skinner can I don't know, man. This is Pierce. This is Buffalo's in a really hard place right now. You know, you want to hear my wacky take of the day? Let's hear it. Somehow, <laughs> this is this could this could even uh, strengthen the argument for a Reinhardt and uh, Eichel deal. They throw in Kyle Pozo too, and just take take a uh, fifteen million dollars worth in cap hits off the books. I mean, I think I think Buffalo should do that hundred percent. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great idea. JD, what, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I, I can't really see the Skinner deal. I mean, I, it could be a very well uh, be a reality, especially with your guys' opinions and thoughts on the Eichel trade. But I, it's either you take a bunch of cap space here or take a really bad player. It's And there's nowhere in between. So I'm going to close my eyes and pick one, and it's Drake Cagula. So there you go. There's for Buffalo. Heck, man. <laughs> Dude, he's an unreserved free agent. There's no way. Is better than no taking way, Skinner, man. in my opinion. I'm going to look up Colin Miller's stats. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, Miller might have been taken by Vegas in the original 2016 or 2017 uh, expansion draft. Yeah, I mean, I, can, I couldn't see Seattle with Jeff Skinner either, but that's just the only pick I see here. I mean, that, <laughs> this is looking awful here. I guess. I'm, looking up, I'm, I'm looking for another – mock draft because i need to steal some ideas i'm looking at sports illustrated's right here shout out sports illustrated they have will borgen from buffalo getting taken ah man this is really tough i think i think this only might need to come back to actually i'm not sure what do you if you guys have any thoughts on this other than like i'm trying i'm I'm just trying to look i don't think a pozo is a good he, he, I don't think he'd be a good take for them at all. And that's another cap yeah. hell too situation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No real good options here from Buffalo. Let's come back to this one, man. I, just, I need time to think about this one. All right. Next team, I think this one is actually pretty evident. We've been seeing it thrown around a lot. I'm thinking Mark Giordano, get a leader for their team. He's only a couple of years removed from a Norris trophy, I believe. I've seen Milan Lucic's name thrown around a bit, but I think, I don't know, this one, I think either Lucic or Giordano could be a good option. I think I need to leave this one up to you guys. I mean, I don't know if I'm seeing things in here, but Milan Lucic has a freaking 5250 k in cap hair. Are you kidding me? This guy, he he does not put up numbers. He, he He's a goon, in my opinion. I mean... I mean, he kind of is. Have him so expensive. He puts up penalty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I, I don't know why they have him in this cap hit. They I cannot see them taking it on the sheets at all. I mean that that is his cap hit's way too high for his caliber of skill. So we're basically agreeing on Giordano here, then. Yes, I mean that's the only thing we can really go here. I mean, Brett Ritchie isn't bad, but. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they took Brett Rich. He's 700K and got it, so that's not bad. And Mark Giordano is past his prime, in my opinion. So I'm going to pick Brett Ritchie because I don't see them taking Milan Lucic or Mark Giordano. JD, what do you think? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going Giordano here for sure, but I think you need to be tie-breaking vote. I'm going to have to decide if uh, Andy on this one. More recently, I've seen Giordano actually, but – like you said earlier, I saw lots of Lucic, especially with his NMC being waived. Um, but like Corey said, too, that $5 million cap hit is not what he's worth. Giordano actually somewhat is a really good defenseman, but also what Corey said, he's really old out of his prime. But, I mean, Brett Ritchie wouldn't be a terrible option, but I, I just see him going with Giordano, especially with the recent heated talks with uh, Calgary and uh, Seattle. Yeah. So let's so we're gonna go Giordano here. Next team is Carolina. This is a real I don't really see that many great options here. I think 
I think Nino Niederreiter might be their best one, but the issue is his cap hit. Yeah, I was just about to say he's a really underrated player, and then he I is. saw his cap. He is. And then I saw his cap hit, and I was like, I don't, I don't know why they have it so high. It's very questionable. I don't know why it's so high, but whatever happened to Jake Gardner? Like seriously, what happened? I know to him? He, he got traded from Maple Leafs, and then he was irrelevant from there on. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance they take him. Hey, don't yeah, diss our Minnetonka boy not, like that. Yeah, he, he's not bad, though. I will say this. He's not bad. Oh, Maybe dude, I'm not going to. Never, Maybe man. these fans hated on him, which I don't think he was bad. He, he made one bad play, and it's just – I don't think he's bad. I think he's underrated, in my opinion. Maple Leafs fans are unforgiving, man. They want to trade freaking Mitch Marner. Like, know, come dude. on. He's not I mean, that good. Fans aren't even ha- – what? Excuse me, Jay? Okay, then. Okay, then. I'll take okay, again. Then. Did he just say he's not that good? Yeah, I say they trade now for Marner. Dude, Marner, he, he put up numbers. He was like top five in points last year in the whole league. I still don't think he's good. <laughs> it's okay, getting heated. Yeah. This is getting heated, he, man. He had, he had more points than Austin Matthews. Let me search this up. Let me search this up. I think you might be right about that. No, I, Matthews for sure had more points. He might have had more assists. Yeah, that might be it. But for now, I'm thinking I'm thinking Niederreiter is their best option here. Yeah, it's the same with me. I mean, I was earlier thinking about Gardner, but I remembered that. Yeah, I don't know. I Niederreiter is a good player, but the question is, is the cap hit really going to be worth it? But looking at this other list of unprotected guys, I don't see any other realities because all these guys are going to be free agents. So I'm going to have to go with Nieder. Oh, actually, they do have a, a surprising list amount of goalies, though. you got Peter Mrazek. I mean, but those guys are unrestricted free agents, man. Yeah, they are. And I think we already discussed the goalie situation. It's already heated enough. So I think I'm going to have to go with Niederreiter on this one. All right. I'm going Niederreiter, too. So now they have four forwards. Or maybe not. No, they have three forwards. I have Jeff Skinner marked on mine, but that's... All right, not- going back to the Mitch Barnard and Austin Matthews thing. Mitch Marner did have one more point than Austin Matthews. Wow. <laughs> exactly one more point. So, I mean. Wow. I don't think he's bad at all. Okay, then. Maybe I'm just salty. I sold his rookie card. <laughs> did you actually, then? Yeah, I think I got. He did. He got like 200 from that. Yeah, the young guns. Mitch Marner gave you 200 bucks, JD, and you're going to hate on him, man. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Next team, the Blackhawks. Who do you guys think? JD, I'll just start with you on this because I can't really see. This one is a lot of, you know, mediocre middle-aged guys that I can't really see being that productive. You got, obviously, you got Brett Connolly, um, $3.5 million cap hit. He's he's uh, signed up till 2023. Wouldn't be a terrible pick. We also got guys like Ryan Carpenter. You know, Zach Smith, but Zach Smith's going to be a free agent as well as uh, Dickinson and Purry. Um, another guy I actually saw earlier in other people's mock drafts was Zadorov. He's not a terrible defenseman at all, actually, but the $3 million cap hit and he's expired on his contract. And another one I saw earlier in mock drafts was Malcolm Subban. You know, it's never been bad there's better goalie options yeah better yeah like i said earlier there's better goalie options but malcolm subin's never really been a bad like second third option but the one i really circle here with cheap cap space and the young guy 
even though he's not signed in the future, I think Seattle's best bet here is uh, taking Adam Goddett. Yeah, that's okay then. Corey, what do you think, man? I think they got to go with Malcolm Subban. I mean, he, he, he's he been a good backup goalie his whole career. I mean, last year he he, he was starter for a few times last year for Blackhawks, but he, he's been a solid backup QB his whole career. And going did you just say QB, off, my guy? Did I say QB? Yes, backup, sir. whatever. Backup goaltender. <laughs> but Johnny, man, this guy, he, he's not a bad – he's not bad for a backup. Goaltender, not QB. <laughs> so it, my issue with Subban is just that I feel like there are better goalie options out out there than him. But Subban is cheap enough. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I think I'm going to vote. I mean, because they've already got Chris Drieger, but he's not. They have to take three goalies. He could probably be a swing between AHL too if, if they have enough. That's true. I think I'm going to vote Malcolm Subban here. I think that's actually... A good, I think that's a good pick for him. Yep, I think Malcolm Subban too. And his his cap hits low enough. All right, next next team, Colorado. Oh, I've seen, I've seen. I don't think Landeskog is going to. I don't think they're going to have the money for Landeskog. I think they will. I I think they will. I did, I did a couple mock drafts earlier today, and Landeskog was in all three of them, and. I was actually like 10, 15, 20 million dollars under. So I mean, oh, wow. but if even if Seattle takes another road, especially like the Jeff Skinner road, which would take up a lot of cap space, they also can take uh Junis Dons going JT Comper. I mean, they're they're inked up till 23, uh, only like a both of those guys four, I've seen thrown around. Three, yeah, four three point five million dollar cap hits. And I mean, you also got some good I mean, up and coming guys, and Corey can speak for this one because he's a huge F fan. But they're all expired; their contracts are all expired. But I mean, you, you got Sheldon Dries, you know Liam O'Brien, Kiefer Sherwood, and also the defenseman too, Eric Johnson. Got a six mil cap hit, but I mean, he's a very reliable D man. Yeah, Corey, I'm gonna have to go to you on this, man. You, you're my you're my analyst for the Avs here, man. Yep. I mean, Jacob McDonald, he, he's seven hundred twenty-five thousand cap hit right now, and he he was not bad for the Avalanche last year. I mean, he I, I watched probably every single one of their games last year. Jacob McDonald, he was not a bad defenseman at all. I mean, he he's really underrated in my opinion. We brought him up from the Colorado Eagles, I believe. That's what they're called. So and he he did not disappoint. And then the whole Landis Cog situation, I honestly don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, he he said he wants to sign back with the Avalanche. But they're trying to figure out a deal with him right now. And then Don Scoy, I think he's a really underrated player. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they took Don Scoy. And then GT Comfort, I hate to say it, but I think he's a little too expensive. I don't. I think he was one of the bottom players last year. Did not put up that good of numbers last year. But for a fourth-line guy, I think he was he said third or fourth-line last year. But for a fourth-line guy, it was not that bad for us last year. But I think he's a little too expensive. So... Either Junis Donskoy or Jacob McDonald, I think they are going to take or should take. All right, J.D., what do you think? What are you thinking out of those two? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Landis Goggin. That's what I mean. He's a good veteran guy. Wow. If I'm not mistaken, he was the captain of the Avalanche, I believe. He's he's not a point scorer. He's not a point scorer like 
as crazy as Ranton or McKinnon, but I think I still think he can uh, put up some decent numbers if he gets taken by the Seattle Kraken. All right. Um, you know what? For now, I think we could come back to this one later and change it. But for now, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Don Skoyman. I think I think given that he's a guaranteed contract for now, and then I think Landeskog, they could just get him in free agency instead of taking use taking him in the expansion draft. I, I think that might be a better option for him. So for now, I'm gonna go with Donskoy, but we could always change that later. Next team, Columbus. I've seen Domi floated around for this, but he just was not very good. But and he's got a big cap hit. What do you guys think, JD? Start with you, man. I've also seen Domi being thrown around. I mean, he's not a terrible player, but for what his contract is worth, he's not been living up to his expectations. But I think a good fresh change of scenery would be good for him. I mean, good new start with a new franchise. I think he could put up some good, decent numbers, but also. Uh, Mikhail Gigarenko, or whatever you say his name. I mean, he's expiring, but he's a good young center. Also, another guy, Kevin Stenland. He's one of my first guys on my ultimate team. I mean, he put up some great numbers in uh, rank seasons, and I think that would be also be a good uh, guy to pick up for Kraken. Uh, All right, Corey, what do you think? Because I'm this is another team where it's like I have no clue. You know, um, yeah, just like you said, I, I have no clue. But Max Domi. <clears throat> I think he he didn't play too bad in Montreal for the Canadians, but when he went to Blue Jackets, he did not put up numbers. And for his cap hit right now, he is not looking good. He he had a I think he had a career low last year. He did not do too good last year. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's a good choice to pick Max Dolan for the Kraken. I I don't think they're gonna take him. He's too expensive for his type of skill. And then. You know, I like Michael Delzado here. Dude, he's you know, an unrestricted he's not, free agent. Yeah, I know. I know, even though he's an unrestricted free agent. But he he was a pretty underrated defenseman last year. But I literally – I don't know who to go with here. It It's not much choices. I mean, um, I'm not sure. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Another underrated guy I think also Kraken uh, could steal is Scott Harrington. I mean, he's – not a terrible cap hit, and he's got also two more years in his contract. I mean, he's not the most productive defenseman, but if they're going to be that reluctant with Domi, might as well try to take a stab at a defenseman, top six defenseman here in this case. I think Harrington's actually I, – I, I don't know much about him, but his looking at his cap hit, and they need more defensemen because we've drafted – We've drafted a lot of forwards already. I think I think his cap hit might just be better suited for them. So should we go with Harrington here? Yeah, I think that wouldn't be a bad deal for Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's the only person I could really see them thinking. So all right. Dallas. I'm going Ben Bishop. Hot take here. I like ben I'm Bishop. with you on this one. I'm with you. Yeah, I do not disagree. He he was really good for Lightning a few years ago, and I, I like that. But, I mean, he's a little expensive, but who knows? He, he could, with a good team behind him, good defense behind him. He could be – he could very well be the starting goalie for the for the Kraken. Easily, easily, 100%. He's better than Drieger when he's healthy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so I think we can quick agree on that. Ben Bishop, there's your hot take of the day. 
I'd rather have him than Carey Price because I think Price's um, cap hit's just going to be too much for him at this it's, point. Yeah, it's I thought you were going to so say washed up for a second. I got scared. No, he's not washed. He's I'm I'm just scared about his contract. His cap is washed. His cap is washed. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah a that's little bit. Sure. All right, next team, Detroit. I've been I've been looking at Nemesnikov a bit for this one, but I'm just not sure. I think I need to turn my my smaller amount of knowledge over to you guys here. Okay, just looking at who they have right now. I mean, that's I I only see Vladislav. Nemesnikov, I could see them taking him two mil, little, little expensive for his skill. I mean, he played for Avalanche a little bit a few years ago. He was not bad. He was not bad at all. I mean, for for uh, his cap, it was not bad. That's for sure. But I do think on the Red Wings, he looks his cap it's pretty high on the Red Wings. But when he was on the Avalanche, cap it wasn't too bad, and he was playing pretty good for us. But right here. I could see Kraken taking him because, yeah, I could see them that that's going to be that pick for Red Wings. I want to go budget option, actually. I I want to get JD's take on this. Evgeny Sveshnikov, budget option. I think he's more of an underrated guy. What do you think about this? I saw him floating around in earlier mock drafts a lot. Yeah, I've also seen his name a little bit too. Um, I didn't get to see him play much, but. When I did, I saw lots of sparks on the ice. I mean, he can create some somewhat these not uh, scoring opportunities. But, I mean, other than that, I don't really see any other good. I mean, it wouldn't be a terrible idea for Seattle to take him because looking at this roster, it's a bunch of old guys that you'd never think are still in the league that have expiring contracts. Like Valtteri Flippula, I mean, Bobby Ryan, these guys are – really old and their contracts are expiring and they're not worth the cap hit. But another guy I've also been circling is Troy Stetcher. I mean, he has another year on his contract and I think he could be a really underrated defenseman, but I'm going to have to decide with you and I'm going to go with Smeshnikov as well on this one. I see a lot of potential in him. All right. We got Andre's brother going to Seattle from Detroit. Edmonton. Oh, I, I don't really remember who I've seen floating around very much. I Jujar Kara. Jujar Kara. Yeah. He might be he might be he might be their best option given that they could they could use some more forwards um at this point. He he's got a smaller cap hit. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Even though I'm gonna go say Tyson Berry, even though he's a freaking under unrestricted free agent. He was really he put up numbers last year as a team. Yeah, he did. He was, he was really, really good, good for them last year. Really good for them last year. So that wouldn't be bad, but I guess. And I'm looking at their goalies right now. And don't they should not be taking any of those guys. Yeah, their goalies are that really old true. and washed up. I don't think that'd be a good idea. Well, Mike Smith, Mike Smith's gonna be re- he's gonna retire probably. Cotton is not very good. Smith didn't even have that bad of a season last year. I know he's just washed. Yeah, he he played really good last year, but he's he's getting old. He's gonna get he's gonna go down real fast. Also, yeah. some other guys I've circled for Edmonton is Devin Shore. He signed till twenty twenty three, and he's only seven hundred thousand cap fit. So this would be a good you know cheat skip round for the Kraken. You know if they need a little break from the cap space to think it. 
I mean, it's the cheapest contract in the books here, and he's signed until 2023, and I've heard good things of what I had about him. But also, if they want to take the higher road and go more expensive, Dominic Cahoon, he's going to be a free agent, but I've heard good things about him as well. And also, Kyle Turris, I mean, he might be a little washed up, but I think he might still have a little in the tank, plus he has a year left on his contract. You'd never say the name Kyle Turris in front of a Rangers fan. You'd never say Senator's legend. Dude, I hate him so much. We, I, I, I don't like Kyle Turris. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they take Kyle Turris. Not going to lie. Dude, what was the last time he even played? I don't even remember if he's even playing anymore, man. I think he played last year for Edmonton. I think so. Yeah, he played last year. Yeah, actually. Yeah, he played a little bit. You just never heard about him because McDavid and Dreisaitl are under the spotlight over there in Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be honest, no one's really good on their team except McDavid and Dreisaitl, so. I think I'm going to go short, actually. I think I just think his cap hit is such, is a bargain. It's a great budget pick, especially with his contract, too. Yeah, I'll go with short, too. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe for um, Florida. So everybody was saying Chris Drieger, but he's going to get signed outside of this. I think I'm thinking Frank Vitrano. Maybe no, I, it counts. It, it's going to count for the expansion selection. I read that on pro hockey oh. rumors earlier. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. That's what I was worried about to see if I was going to select them, but I, if it doesn't go through or whatever, I do like Vitrano. I, he's a good underrated player. Wenberg as well, but he's going to be expiring. And also another guy I have is Noel Achari. He's a really good guy, but if obviously I heard the Drieger talks have really intensified, and I'm pretty sure it's a done deal, so we don't really have to cross that one as much. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I think Chris Drieger is the only guy we can really go with here. Um, So the Kings, the Kings, the Kings, the Kings. Brendan Lemieux, maybe? Yeah, that's the guy I have circled. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say him too. His cap isn't too bad. I mean, that gives him grit for sure. Former Rangers legend. Another young guy I have is Blake Lazat. When I've been watching the wild games, because they've been in the Western Division, I heard his name on the TV a lot. He always has the puck on a stick when he's on the ice. And I think it he's a young center to only 23. He's got another year in his contract. Under a million cap hit, I wouldn't say that's a bad deal. Also, another good bet for uh, coming out of Los Angeles is Austin Wagner. Um, do you know if he's related to the guy in the Bruins, by the way? Do we know? No, I don't know. No clue. I have no clue. Yeah, but I've, I've heard good things about him as well. Just a little above a million cap hit inked until uh, 2023. And, yeah, other than that, just a young forward wouldn't be a terrible idea. To pick from the Kings here. Yeah, so who are you thinking? Brandon Lemieux. Uh, so I, I'm just going to say Brandon Lemieux because cap it's not bad. I think Lemieux with just his grip might be a good option. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Lemieux because I've heard his name more. But I wouldn't say yeah. Wagner or Lazat would be bad bad options here for, for Los Angeles. Yeah, they both – I mean, they're both controllable – until they hit restricted free agent. All these guys are controllable for at least a year, which is good. All right, uh, next team, the Wild. J.D., I'm going to turn to you on this one. I'm thinking Capo Kakinen and maybe 
And so I think what they should do here is we should go back to the Blackhawks and change their pick. And I think they should take Kakanen right here. Yeah, that's that's a guy I've had. I mean, I've no I know this team very well, you know, they're my team. But I've seen on other people's uh, mock draft Carson Soucy and he's a two point seven five mil cap hit. I mean, he signed up to twenty twenty three and he's not that good, but trust me, if you want to take him, Seattle, please take him. Just helps us even more. But I mean you know sorry to interrupt you, no, but go you ahead. know what might be you know what might be a good move here, actually? This, if, so they were not able to protect Kakanen because Talbot was a beast this year. Could, I think, I could see the Wild trading somebody to Seattle in order for them to not take Kakanen. Yeah, he's our future goaltender because I believe we only signed Talbot to a two or three year deal. So he might only have one or two years left. And he's our future in goal in goaltending. So. Wouldn't be a terrible idea. Yeah, Kakinen's really good. He fell off a little bit at the end of the season, but, I mean, in the start of the season, he was amazing. He might have been better than Talbot in the first half, but second half, Talbot was a different man. I think in the beginning, wasn't, I may may be wrong on this, but wasn't he getting Calder talks in the beginning of the season? He might have been, yeah. His first half stats were pretty impressive. Yeah, he was getting, and whenever Avalanche played him, or should say beginning of the season, you know, he he did really good. He did really good whenever I saw him play versus them, and not versus them, but he's been really good. Yeah, so I'm maybe saying. uh the Susie guy who I've I don't really know him just because I'm not. I, I do not. I do. I've I've seen this guy play a pretty decent amount. I do, he's not good at all, and his cap it is so high. He's just a tall dude. He's like six foot four or something like that. Yeah, his cap it is so high for his type of skill. That is not good. Not good at all. They could give Seattle something to get him off their hands and to protect Kakanen. Yeah, it would be good for a while if they got rid of if Seattle picked up Susie. But when I first look when I first look at this list, I saw Victor Rask and then I looked at his cap hit, four million cap hit. And then I was like, you know what? I don't think so about this because he well, he he was pretty good. He put up a decent amount of numbers last year. He was pretty good for the Wild last year. And I was going to pick him until I saw his cap hit, so I'm going to have to go with Kakanen. And to add on to that, Rask is one of those guys that's good, but they're not good enough to show what their cap hit is. I mean, he, he came up in a lot of clutch moments last year, but it, it's not a consistency of $4 million on the cap hit. So – other than that, if they take Kakanen, I mean, I totally understand it because we don't we had to protect who we had to protect. But I mean, it with your, I never thought of it, but with your idea, I would like that even more because I think Kakanen, if he's not taken, he could easily be the future of the Wild in the net here. I I know exactly what they're gonna do here. They're gonna do like what they did with Vegas, with where they had to send Tuck so that they would take Howla instead of a guy like Brodeen or Dumba. I think they're going to send another prospect to protect Kakanen. And I think they're going to say, I think Victor Rask actually might be a good, I think my vote, my vote's going to Victor Rask. And I think it's going to be one of those situations where they give a prospect or a different player to protect Kakanen at all costs because they couldn't protect him because they had to protect Talbot. If we do send a prospect, I personally think it will be Brennan Minnell. Um, 
he showed lots of promise in Iowa in the AHL. Um, but I don't think they would really want, I think they'd want a younger guy because that's pretty, that's more the traditional, you know, trades. That was like the trades like with Vegas and uh, William Carlson. And that, that one actually uh, turned out well, surprisingly well for Vegas. Carlson's one of the leading point scorers in Vegas history, but Manel is a very good defensive defenseman. He, he might not quite be ready for the NHL yet, but in a few years he'll be easily a top four defenseman. Yeah. So who do you think, JD? You got final call on this. Um, I'm just gonna say Kakinen because that trade stuff is really confusing. So I'll I'm just gonna go Kakinen with this one. Yeah, I'll I'll trust you. I'll trust you on this. And I think then we'd trade, we'd we'd change up Subin, but we can do that later. So I, I don't I don't know who the Canadians take because I don't think they're taking Carey Price. That's that I almost felt like was more of a hot take in the moment thing. I don't think they, I don't think they're taking him. Yeah, but once you look at that cap hit, it's just hideous. Exactly. Jeez, oh my, ten million. Jeez, dude. I, I think Paul Byron might be the guy here, <laughs> or Brett Kulak. I mean, yes. Yes, but no, because his cap hit's a little high, but he did he was really good last year. So I mean his cap hit isn't too bad. It, it wasn't it's not too bad. So yeah, Paul Bryan, I, I can see that he's really good in the playoffs this year. Just, just watch. Yeah, what do you think, JD? I have I actually have Jonathan Druin circled right now. I believe he was on IR for all of last year, but I I thought he was a lot older than he was, but when I saw he's only 26, I figured you know he might have a lot of future ahead of him. And I know you guys are going to say his cap hit's pretty terrible, but I I don't really see any realistic options on this one because all the guy are veteran players that are expiring this year, and all the good guys are exempt because all the good guys that helped them go to the Stanley Cup were all rookies. So. And Shea Weber, another veteran guy, he's actually signed till 2026 and he's 35. So, oh, Lord, yeah, that's, you know, I've heard of him retiring like this year. So I could, I could see Paul Byron. That was a guy I had circled too. I think it's either going to be Byron or uh, Druin. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Byron. I think Druin might be a little overkill for the cap hit. So I'll go with Byron on this one. Let's go Paul Byron. Yeah. Paul Byron for me too. And then I'm just going to add on something with Shea Weber. Um, 35 years old. I think he's washed he's up. Washed I mean, up. 100%. Yeah, he did not put up. I don't think he put up good numbers at all last year. No, so, he hasn't been good for a while. If I'm, he's not been. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's just known for a hard slap shot. Yeah. I mean, he's good early on, but and was that him with the bloodshot eyes in the? Uh, no, that, no, that was, was Petrie. Oh, that was Petrie. Oh, that yeah, was the, that was one of the scariest things I've ever looked at. Yeah, that's freaking weird, dude. He like popped a blood vessel. It was weird. Do we, yeah? Do we know what that was? Was that what that he, was? It was something. He dislocated something, and it, some the doctor like popped it back in, and Damn. that happened. Yeah, I read something about that. Yeah, freaky man. All right, next team we've got the National Predators, and I'm thinking maybe Colton Sissons here because he's got a long time of control. He's young, and his cap it's not terrible. Yeah. That that is what I was saying. That that's or that, I'm not saying that's what I was thinking, for sure. And he's signed till 2026, for sure. Colton Susan is really underrated in my opinion. I would go for him, no doubt. 
All right, JD, what do you think on this one? Yeah, he was one of the guys I've been uh, thinking about a lot. I remember when uh, the Predators made it to the Stanley Cup in 2017. It might have been he was he was a yeah that clutch goal playmaker. Yeah, he was a really good guy. But ever since then, I feel like he's dropped off. I mean, not dropped off, but I just haven't heard of him much. But the Nashville has a lot of young options. Seattle could take here again, like. You got Cali, Yarncroc, Rocco Grimaldi. Those guys are a little bit older, but still have lots of potential. Also, Nick Cousins and um, Yakov Trenin. I've heard good things about him because I, I uh, Predators are one, a team I follow a little bit more just because they have a lot of uh, good guys to watch on here. But with Sisson's contract and how far it is, I it's the only really realistic option I'd see him taking. All right. I think I, I'm going Sisson's. Yeah, that's a good pick. Sissons here, too. All right, let's go. Colton Sissons, welcome to Seattle. Devils, I've seen P.K. Subban floated around a bit, and I think this could be a situation where they say, take the contract off our hands, we'll trade you a prospect. Heck no, $9 million. That is insane. But but they could get a good prospect in the deal. That That is true. That is true. And New Jersey does have a lot of prospects like that where the situation could come in handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. But PK Subin is—he was good early on in his career. I—I I like the guy. He's a funny guy, but he's so bad now. I hate to, I hate to say it. Ever since he got traded to freaking uh, Nashville to the Predators, he's not been good. No, it's ever since he hooked up with Lindsey Vaughn. That's that's when oh he started Lord, turning down. <laughs> oh my Lord, And they, man. they broke up too. They broke up, I think, a few weeks ago or a few months ago. It was like a couple months ago, I think. Did they now? That's that's why he's washed. Good for him. Yeah, it was a couple months ago they broke up. Drama. Yeah. I don't even care about that, but I think Subin actually. I think that I think this is a situation. A pro. A will give you a prospect to take him off our hands situation because they've got enough cap space so far in our draft that I think they could yeah. take on that contract. I mean, just because I don't want to go with PK Subin, I'm going to pick a little butcher. What do you think, JD? Yeah, yeah, that's a guy I've had. Um, the, I don't really like any of the forwards on here, especially they have pretty brutal contracts. But I don't really recognize any of these forwards in the Devils, and because the Devils suck. Yeah, that's true. The goalie situation's kind of ruled out too. We already talked about that earlier. So the really only realistic option I see in this case is defense. PK, I thought about him. Way too expensive. Not not worth it. Yeah, I, I thought about Will Butcher also, Colton White, because it looks like he's uh, up till 2022. Or you could take Colton Sisson's brother, Colby Sisson's. Uh, but he, he's actually under the minimum cap hit, so I don't know how that works. But I'm going to take Will Butcher on this one. I don't know much about the guy, but it looks like he's the only option that could be somewhat fathomable. That's fair. I'm, I'll, I'll go with you guys on that. Now, this is the next. This is a team where the next team, Islanders. This is a very interesting one. Yep. It's either going to be Everly or Bailey. It's going to be one of those guys. I don't see any other guy. And if they don't, there's millions of other options they could take here. If they yeah, sign. there's so many options here. It's loaded here. My goodness. This is a Stanley Cup team in the future for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I think go. I think Jordan Everly goes here. But that's just me. I do too. I, I see Everly. No, I gotta say, 
Josh Bailey is better than Jordan Eberle, and he he's less than him. Bailey's got a smaller cap hit. And they can save themselves $500,000 in the process. Yeah, save himself $500,000. Josh Bailey was not bad last year in the playoffs. He was good. He was really good. And he signed up 2024 and $500,000 less than Eberle. So, Josh Bailey for me. I'll, we'll go with that. That, sound, that sounds good to me. Rangers, my team. Take it over, Andy. You take it over. You don't know how you don't know how much I want them to take Tony D'Angelo right here. You do not know how much I have wanted for months for them to take D'Angelo. That's just just forget about it. Just forget it. It's not going to happen. It's not. It's sadly, they're because he's evident. done. Colin right? Blackwell. He's done. Yeah, they're buying him out if he doesn't get if he doesn't get taken in the expense draft. They're buying him out. They're going to get Colin Blackwell. Yeah, it's Dude, easy look Blackwell. At this cap no, look at these cap hit. Yeah. I have I have Blackwell as well. Because I heard you actually told me earlier, you told us uh, he was playing well, I believe, Andy. Yeah, Blackwell was decent this year, and he's a bargain too. He's a he had like Yeah, look at his freaking cap hit, dude. Just like third, fourth line. I think that's a good bargain pick for them. I don't see it. I don't think they take anybody else. Love for them to take D'Angelo, but I think I think Blackwell's or what could be what could be a sneaky move if if New York dumbly decides to sign Barclay Gaudreau really fast. They did. They agreed to terms, but I don't think they signed him officially. If, if it goes through, that would be a really good steal by Seattle because he's under a million, and I believe with the six, it was a six-year contract, correct? Uh, yes. It would be till 2027, so that wouldn't be a bad deal, but I have Blackwell on this one. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, that sounds that that he's he's the guy I think they're gonna take. Just he was underrated this year for sure. Next team, Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, uh, Ottawa. I'm thinking Dadinov, but I could be wrong. Look, on look this. at their goalies. Every single one of their goalies. Oh, Matt Murray's so bad now. He was so good with the thing. I don't know what happened to him. He got he got sent to Ottawa. That's what happened. Uh, yeah, Ottawa makes people bad. What was that trade? Do we remember what that trade was? It, well, it didn't look good, but it now it does. Yeah, I remember. I remember grimacing at the time, but I. Yeah. Let's just say it didn't end well for Mary. That that we're gonna say oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I'm gonna pick here. Josh. Yeah, I'll pick Joshua Brown. Not too bad of a cap hit. Who do you think, JD? That's a guy. Yeah, that's a guy I've circled as well. I mean, they have a couple forward options here, but they're really expensive and Ottawa, anyone from Ottawa is not really going to be worth it, so might as well take Joshua Brown. Yeah, and they could. They need more defensemen too. That's an issue that we've got here. Yeah, we, we've picked a lot of forwards so far, so it's time to stock up on D-men. That's, that's what is interesting with Philly, because I think they take JVR, but I could be wrong. Yeah, they also got three really good uh, defense options in Shane Gossespierre, Justin Braun, Robert Hag. But really, I mean, unless they want to take Yukavaru, but I think he's a little bit more washed, even though he's younger than JVR. But JVR had a breakout season last year, and it just it just mm-hmm. came out of really nowhere. Good. So from the first game, he was just on the get go. I remember. I think the first game actually he might have scored a hat trick, or he had a multi goal game against the Penguins. That was pretty pretty cool. But I think he's might be have a small uh, stint left in him, left just a 
good hockey left in them, and I think it wouldn't be a terrible pick, even though the cap hit is pretty high. I mean, they have until 23. It's not like it, he's expiring next year, but he's got a couple more years in his belt on his contract, so we'll see what uh, Seattle does with Philly here. Yeah, I think JVR probably. Corey? Yeah, I have to agree with that one. JVR. Uh, Pittsburgh, I do not know who they're going to take from Pittsburgh. I just don't. I had a tan of early. Um, I would say I would say Jason Zucker, but if his cap it wasn't so high, but his cap is really high, and I don't know who. Yeah, just I'm. I still have to look at this one. This one's hard. Another guy I saw early or recently actually on mock drafts was Aston Reese. Oh yeah, he he's underrated. He's underrated. Yep, I'd go Aston Reese. I'd I'd happily take him if I'm Seattle. And looking at Pittsburgh's defense, I don't really see anyone really here. I mean, they could take Cody Cece, the main man himself. Yeah, but I, and that's a death wish right there. But they also have a couple underrated forwards here. I mean, you got Frederick Gaudreau, Mark Jankowski, Evan Rodriguez, but there's other better names on the board. Another one could be Colton Stevior, but his contract ends. Another, if they have enough room, I'd either take Zucker or Tanev, but. I mean, whatever you guys think. I mean, Aston Reese wouldn't be a terrible idea, too, because Pittsburgh's got a lot of depth at the wing position. Yeah, maybe Aston Reese, just because they're they're getting up there with the cap hit so far. Yeah, we got to see how much we have left. Yeah, I have to agree on JD with this one. Jason Zucker or... Was it Tanev or Aston Reese? I think it was Aston Reese. Tanev had a monster season, too, last year. Maybe we could go... T- I think I'd go Tanev, then. Because he's he's uh, two million more cheaper than a Zucker. Yeah, that is true. But Aston Reese or Aston Aston Reese was good last year, dude. He's been good for the past few years for the Penguins. Yeah. Well, the thing we're gonna need to look at, we need to go down to. I think we need to go down to St. Louis for a sec because I think we can all agree they should take Tarasenko. And now yeah. they only have like six million bucks left to spend on six players yeah we need to get the the rest on Tarasenko because he's been their main guy from the get-go and I think it's it's been clear mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's gonna be their guy so we've got that and we've got not a ton of money to work with here I don't even care who they take from San Jose at this point because they none of these guys look good because none of them are good handy <laughs> yeah I mean it's I, I hate a guy I actually have a circle that was the clear option for me was Redeem Simek. He's only he's a little expensive out of our budget because I know we're uh, running low on the, the bills here, but he's signed till twenty twenty four. He's been he's I think I believe he played with uh, Carlson when he did play last year, um, and I think he was a little even a little better than Carlson because Carlson's washed and it's pretty obvious, but he's only twenty eight. That Two over a little, just a little over two million dollar cap hit signed until 2024. Wouldn't be a terrible option here for Seattle to pick him up. Yeah, um, I have to say, Matt Nieto, he played with for Avalanche for what, like two, three years. He was he was he was really underrated, you know, for a for a third, fourth line guy, he was not bad at all. He, he I mean, he didn't put up numbers, but he, you know, he always had. He was always where the puck was. I'll just say that. He, he was good. He was good with the puck. He knew where to go with it. 
and he, he was a good player. He, he's a really underrated player, in my opinion. And only 700000 not too bad. So if anyone's – or if Kraken, Seattle's going to take anybody on this San Jose roster, I would have to say Matt Nieto. Well, it, it depends on how much – can you see how much we have on the, the hit? We're getting up there, man. We've got 76.3 million bucks out of 81 and a half. So we're going to have to change some stuff up. How many teams we got left? We've got five teams left, and one of them is Tampa. Oh, Ooh, Tampa's yeah. going to be a big one. All right, let's, Tampa. let's take Nieto. Wait, how much defensemen do we have, though? Because we, we might be a little short on we need, we need four. We need four defensemen now, but we can always change some of our old picks. Yeah, we can go Nieto for now, but if we need to go up, I do think Simek could be a good, reliable guy in the future if the, anyone needs him. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tampa, Yanni Gord, easy, right? Um, Or Andre Pilat, either one of them. He's just so expensive. I mean, but they, they did put up numbers. They were good last year, though. Yeah, so. Tampa has so many big-name guys, but at the same time, their cap hits are so high. But I actually truly have an underdog sleeper here, Matthew Joseph. Um, he's under a million cap hit. He's signed till 2022. He showed great signs in the playoffs and in the regular season. And other than that, I mean, they also do have other great options. I mean, Palat, Gord, Alex Kalorn, Coleman, Pat Maroon, the legend yeah, himself. The big rig. I mean, there's plenty of options here from Tampa. What do you guys think? Um, this is so tough. Yeah, this is a really tough one. I think I think Yanni Gord, personally, I think it's Yanni Gord. I would say Tyler Johnson, but he's fallen off the past few years, or at least this year, I should say. He was actually one of my guys who did not do anything, not pick him up, no trade, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, I had to go with Yanni Gord just because he signed till twenty twenty five. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. We need to go back to Buffalo because I currently have Skinner and that's taking up a lot of room. We could go with Colin Miller because that's still pretty expensive. But I mean, it's. But he's a defenseman. Yeah. We need, a defenseman. We need defensemen. So I think. And we, we discussed we discussed him too. So it's not like totally out of the blue. But I, I think it is a more educated than uh, Skinner. Why is Colin Miller so expensive? Dude, this guy was not good last year. And I don't even know. That's the only – and we need we need a D, too. So, you know, Colin Miller. All right. Take him. Now we get to the last bit of guys here. We need three defensemen. Washington's here. And they've got Vitek Vanacek. Actually, no, we should do Vancouver first. Or Toronto first. Toronto first. I don't know who they take from Toronto, though. That's the issue. I mean, I don't know why they didn't protect Jared McCann. They've got some good names here. Jason Spezza, you know, he's 38 years old. It's kind of risky, but taking him, but he's still good. And he's 700 K right now. He is still a good player at 38 years old. He, he was not bad last year for them for a 38 year old player. He was not bad. I don't see any really good uh, defensemen they could take here. So that kind of is an issue, but yeah. And he's so cheap. Jason Spezza. I, I see Jason Spezza. This guy's. He's good. He's good. Oh, dude, I'm getting really tired, so we should probably – oh, man. We should probably finish this up. We've got a couple teams left, and I think we need all defensemen, but we could always change that. Vancouver is next. I don't even know who they take here. The GOAT, Louis Erickson. 
No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that ain't happening. Though. They have no room. I have a uh, Travis Hamannick here. He might be a free agent, but uh, yeah, I Vancouver. They're in another cap hell situations like Jake Vertanen, Antone Russell, Jay Beagle, Brandon Sutter. They're either expiring or just banging them with cap hits. It's the Vancouver's in a Buffalo situation here. I wish they could take Holtby, but they don't really have room for him, and he's got a big cap hit, too. And actually, if you could go back to Toronto real quick, another one early I saw with uh, Toronto was Frederick Anderson, but it looks like Tox almost dropped off. But who I had for Toronto, actually, if I could say it real quick, is Alexander Kerfoot. Yeah, he he's a really I mean, underrated he's just a little guy. expensive. He's a, he's a really – he used to – he played for Avalanche for a few years. He, he was – he was a pretty good player. He he played in our second or third line, I believe, but he he was not bad at all. Yeah, he's I not a bad he's a guy. Expensive here. He's just he's a little too expensive here, I think. Who was I mean, our pick in room initially? It was it was Jason Spezza, I think. Yeah. Spezza, yeah. Spezza actually I was gonna say Spezza's wash, but he wasn't that bad that last year. He had I believe he had two half tricks last year. Yeah, he, he wasn't bad at all. Yeah. He's had like nine hat tricks in his career. This guy. Yeah, he's he's Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he's that old either. I thought he was early 30s, but I was wrong. Yeah. All right. Next so Vancouver. I should they maybe go Madison Bowie here or Bowie or something? That's I what I was thinking. He's a, he's a cheaper <laughs> Travis yeah. Hamannick. Just, and... just get him. Just Madison Bowie. Let's pick him. He's got Madison another year on his contract as well. And he's a D. He's cheap as a D. Let's take him. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Next team, Washington. Oh, they've got. Oh, all their players are just so expensive. One guy I've circled though is Garnet Hathaway. He, I think he could have a very good future in a in a Washington. But I mean, obviously, if Seattle can take him, he'd have a good future in a, wherever he goes. But he signed until twenty twenty three, only a one point five million cap it. All I've heard is good things about him, and all these other guys, like you said, Andy, are really expensive. Like. Just scroll down to their defense, man. It's it's brutal once you go down to defense. So this is really yeah. – and actually, Vitek Vancek, but we already got Kakinen as our young backup goalie. So other than that, that's really the only reliable option I see from uh, the Capitals. Connor Sheary. I, I got to say Connor Sheary. He, he, um, he's really good with Pittsburgh when they won, the, yeah, won their did. two Stanley Cups. So – Sherry's got two years left on his deal also, and he's a cheaper option. Yeah, he's cheaper too. Whenever I've watched him play, he's been really good, and he was so good in the Stanley Cup for Pittsburgh like a few years ago. So I I have to take Connor Sherry, and he's cheap, and he's signed till 2023. Okay, now we've got a little bit of space to work with here for Winnipeg. They need a a defenseman, so do they go Dylan DeMello here? No, that's gonna that's gonna hit Seattle hard with cap space as much with as little as they have. Oh, they've got Nathan. Let's go Nathan Belio. I'm not sure. Belio. Yeah. One guy Let's I have circled then. though is Derek Forbort. He's a really aggressive, big, tall guy. He can block shots. Get. He actually had a quite a few, uh, quite a few goals last year, and I he's a pretty un- he's underrated. Though. Yeah, he is, but. Uh, 
Bulio and DeMello are the only uh, guys that are have. It looks like they have uh, still going contracts for Winnipeg, but with their cap hits, I think it's going to be a little uh, a push. But also another guy I've heard of good things. Another young guy is Sammy Niku. He's got great hair. Just looks like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can't get much better than that. <laughs> oh man, I think. I think we have to go with this Bolu guy. Who I've yeah, we of. are gonna have to go with Nathan Bolu because we need to. We, need we to have be. fun here. We have fun here. I'm. I. I just. I do my. Like I know the big guys. I don't know my. I don't know my tiny depth pieces like I do in baseball. So we just have fun here. We. I. I just go go about this cluelessly. Um. So we need a defenseman. I mean, so they've got space. Oh, so they could move and get Calvin DeHaan instead of Malcolm Subban if they wanted to. Oh, are we back to the Blackhawks here? Yes, we're back on the Blackhawks. Though we could, yeah, yeah. Or I, I think go they go Cal- pick, Adam got that. I mean, I haven't seen our depth. I haven't seen our roster, actually, of what we have. But they, we need another defenseman. Oh, we do? All right, or Nikita Zadorov. That was another guy I've seen on other people's mock drafts. Yeah, as of but recently. he's pretty expensive. He's cheaper than Dahan. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Zadorov. Then they we just need to get if we want to get a perfect mock draft here, we just need to get drop six hundred thousand dollars somewhere. I don't know where to do it though. I mean, we could we could just take um, JT Comper instead of Donskoy, and then drop hundred thousand dollars somewhere else. Wait, do we do we need a defenseman? We need an extra defenseman, right? No, no we're, we're good. good. We have on, enough defensemen yeah. now. Or we could do uh, Brendan Lemieux for uh, Blake Lazat, or I mean, Blake Lazat for Brendan Lemieux, because I think that would actually even out to six hundred thousand on the dot. Lazat. Okay, we can go Blake Lazat then. Yeah. All right. And, now we have money. Now yeah. we have money in the bank, man. And then, so I can. Oh my gosh, I've been doing this like. I don't. I don't even know, man. I'm tired, but I we did this, man. This is this is extremely great. So we got our forward court. So I'll, I'm going to read this off. Forwards: Vladimir Tarasenko from the Blues, James Van Riemsdyk from the Flyers, Nino Niederreiter from the Hurricanes, Yanni Gord from the Lightning, Josh Bailey from the Islanders, Junis Donskoy from the Avalanche, Brandon Tanev. From the Penguins. Holy cow. This is a good team so far. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, Paul Byron from the Canadians. Colton Sissons from the the Predators. Connor Sheary from the Capitals. Chris Wagner from Boston. Christian Fisher from Arizona. Matt Nieto from San Jose. Devin Shore from the Oilers, Blake Lazat from the Kings, Jason Spezza from the Maple Leafs, Colin Blackwell from the Rangers, and Evgeny Sveshnikov from the Red Wings. Then we go down to their defense. They have Mark Giordano from the Flames, Colin Miller from the Sabres, Will Butcher from the Devils, Scott Harrington from Blue Jackets, Hayden Fleury from the Ducks, um, Nathan Beaulieu, who, however you pronounce your name, sorry if I'm butchering it, from the Jets, Joshua Brown from the Senators, Madison Bowie, Baba Bowie from uh, the Canucks, and Nikita Zadorov from 
from the uh, Blackhawks. Though this Beaulieu guy is on IR, apparently. Same with Matt Nieto. So that might be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, is that, is that going to affect the expansion draft rules or some sort? Or, But, I mean, if they're on the, if they're on the list, you'd think they would be exempt from the list if, if they would. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should be fine. Yeah, we should be fine. I, I like that. I, I, like, I like the sign-up. Looking at this Nathan, Nathan Bolio guy. I believe it's Bolio from that spoken. Bolio. Yeah, he sounds more injury. He had a torn labrum, but he got that got fixed, so he should be back. You know, only thing I don't really like about this lineup is the D. It's it's not the, the strongest. Defense is D. Yeah, this bad. D is not looking good. But I think with the second overall pick, uh, what would help the defenseman is picking Owen Power from Michigan. I think that would be a really good pick. Yeah, if he if he drops, yeah, he's a defenseman. He's a defenseman. Yeah, is he, is he a defenseman? He's not a defenseman. Is yeah, he? he is. He's a defenseman. Oh, okay. And is the is the third Hughes brother a defenseman or is he a center? I can't remember. Uh, Luke. Is that those names? Yeah. Yeah, it's Luke Hughes. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. Is, is he in this draft? I don't think. Yes, he, he, is. he is. He is. He is. Oh. He's top ten. Yeah, this draft is looking interesting. I mean, I don't really follow the uh, NHL draft as much as. This draft is not very deep. He's an offensive yeah. defenseman, apparently. He's an offensive defenseman, so he could get you could draft Luke Hughes. Like a Quinn Hughes type like a Quinn Hughes type player. Like his yeah, brother. if it's a Quinn Hughes type player, I say take if we want to get to the goalies, it's Ben Bishop from the Stars, Capo Kakin from the Wild, and Chris Drieger from the Panthers. That is pretty good. And who do you guys think is gonna be the starting tandem? Like one one through three. What do you guys think about that? Oh uh, Ben Bishop. Bishop, Drieger, Kakinen, I think. Yeah, I, I like that. Bishop, Kakinen, Drieger. I like that. I kind of see it maybe as, even as like a 50-50 thing, or like a 50-40-10. Like a kind of like what the Panthers already had with Bobrovsky, Drieger, and uh, Spencer Knight, actually. Spencer Knight's going to get a lot of playing time now with Drieger gone. Yes, he is. And he's, he's going to be a young stud. He looked towards the end of last year, he was pretty good. Yeah, towards the end of last year, he's pretty good. Didn't he get a shutout in the was, playoff game against the Lightning? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was yeah, he did, I think. Pretty crazy. He's a really good player. Yeah, that guy, he's going to be some. If I don't, I may be wrong. I think he played for the USA team this year, right? For the yeah, junior Yeah, World Juniors, I believe USA so. Yeah. yeah, World Juniors, yeah. He played for USA, yeah, when they won it. All right, and I and got he, he's looking really good. I got one last question for you guys. We all know we all know Vegas set super high standards. Do we think Seattle, when this team is drafted, we don't know. I mean, these are just our predictions, but when we know, do you think Seattle can actually live up to the expectation the very high expectations Vegas set? Yes. Well, do you mean like do you not mean going like, to the cup final, but I think yeah, they can yeah, make that's the playoffs. What I said. Do you mean as in Making the playoffs or going to the Stanley Cup final, just like Vegas did in their first year, or what do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean just everything in a way. This is what Vegas did was phenomenal. Like they put a together of nobodies into a team of somebodies. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see them doing what Vegas did because that was really good. I don't see them doing what Vegas did, but they can't I win the cup. The playoffs. Yeah. yeah, this is here's here's my thing. 
this team on paper is better than the Ducks, the Sharks, the Kings. They're better than the Flames, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I bet you a hundred bucks this team could beat the Oilers. And I think they're better than the I think they're better than the Canucks. So I think the only teams that are theoretically better than them are the Oilers and the Golden Knights. So I think this team's gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, and because yeah. all those teams you named were in the Pacific. So that yeah. that just makes it even easier on them. Did anyone look at the power rankings for next year? They they put Maple Leafs at like they're like fifth in power rankings. I mean, I don't know why they keep on breaking these guys high every year and they just choke first round, first round exit every year. Yeah, that's I mean, how it's they have a work. good roster. They just always choke. Yeah, but yeah, that must have been just ranked on talent. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I had to have been. All right, so we've done our mock draft. We've done our thoughts. It's getting it's getting late with time, but holy cow, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having no me. It's been man. a blast. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah. It's been really fun. Glad to yeah, be back. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do a preview episode for the NHL season. We're going to have to talk a lot more hockey because holy cow. And hopefully hopefully this Kraken team that we've assembled can assemble a good defense. Hopefully, Mark Giordano has like a renaissance because our defense is awful. We didn't pay much attention to that. Um, we beg for forgiveness. I beg for forgiveness. But yeah, thank you, JD and Corey, so much for coming on. Great having you. And what would be nice is to be have a review episode of what Seattle actually does and compare. Yeah, our that's picks. a good idea. Yeah, that yeah. that'd be yeah. really fun. I agree, man. Yeah, I agree. But seriously, thank you. I've had a great time. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. This All really right, fun. thank you guys so much. Great guests. And again, Corey and JD, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was an absolute blast. Yeah, we did a great mock draft, of course. Not really that great. But you know what? We had a lot of fun doing it. And yeah, really great show today, guys. Again, thanks for coming on the show. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And we should have more, a lot more... Um, stuff coming out, trying to get on a regular upload schedule. This is kind of a special episode. Probably going to have Paul on, the Bucks fan, to talk about the whole Bucks and Six thing. Congrats to Milwaukee, by the way. And yeah, for now, that is that has been this episode. I think going to wrap it up right here. Thank you all so much for coming back and listening again. Catch you guys in the next one. Have a good one. Peace.